Hey, this is Justin. It is 9.42 on Sunday, and uh, riding the scooter into the office. Hands are freezing here. Let's put the gloves back on and put the um, phone in. So, you're working on for the last, uh, last night and into this morning was how to, um, how to tag photos um, so that they can be searchable later. So, the whole idea was like, you know... And then you can train, like you can train with faces right now, but how do, you know, there's uh, no tool that's necessarily out there that allows you to train with text. Now, what you can do with Google Photos is put um, photos into different folders, or, uh, what are they called, folders? Not folders, albums, into different albums, and then um, you can search on the albums, and you can have one picture in multiple albums, so that would work. So if you wanted to, and, and you can just keep on, tagging by putting those into different albums but the uh, metadata doesn't necessarily stick with the picture that would actually be good if you could have the metadata stick with the picture because that would serve um, that would serve the purpose of being able to search and then you turn that into text and you can make it work so you know one of the experiments that I am working with is um, one of the experiments that I'm working with is uh, eating so there was a, a recipe that um, a mental recipe that Michael Burnoff gave, I don't know, it was a couple years ago. Um, he says, you know, each time that you eat, uh, classify your food as nutrition, entertainment, or addiction. So everything that I eat, I take a picture of, I put it into my clean eats folder, and then I can, you know, I can um, move those items to, to different folders and be able to start creating uh, albums, you know, documenting what is actually being eaten and start focusing on, and there's actually an opportunity to recreate the past. So there's what actually happened in the past and then mentally recreate the past, just show all the nutrition, all of the nutrition items um, in a deck and watch that over and over again. And, you know, make sure that, you know, there's some positive emotion that goes along with that and retrain the brain around the good stuff that is eating. That was actually... It's actually an interesting way to uh, to approach that challenge and probably go through kind of last year's worth of food to be able to work. And then also, so with ideas, uh, you know, working on 300 different ideas, um, being able to sift and sort ideas to be able to quickly find those ones that are most viable or whatever it is, ones that are worth most worth at- attacking, ones that are, um, you know, far off, you could do most worth attacking and far off, um, where they show up, you know, oh, that's interesting to show up in both places to have those tack and most worth attacking and ready to go. And then you can have a picture come up and actually see the stuff that is worthwhile to start to, uh, I'm going to lose here. I don't think I have my phone off, so I bet you I lost my connection to the recording here. Oh, I didn't. Oh, that's a good sign. Did it still recording? Let's see if we're still going here. Yeah, we're still recording here. Perfect. Sometimes when the fu- the watch is on, um, it's not on airplane mode. The uh, when the timer goes off on the watch, it sets it off. Yep. So it's a way of being able to surface things very quickly. Um, you know, to be able to seize opportunities to be able to respond at the speed of thought when something actually uh, comes up or becomes available. The other thing they're thinking about. So um, last night I did. I worked through palms. I usually measure a 25-minute palm and take a break. I kept on working through and wound up 
kind of totally dropping my energy um, inside of doing that. So when I want to think about that a little bit differently. Also started playing with TweetStorms yesterday because what with Twitter is the best way to access human interaction. And I just put some thoughts out there yesterday and people started responding back to them and started tagging other people. And it's the best way to kind of create a viral effect around a particular thought. And here's one um, in particular that we're thinking about yesterday. So want to write books and be able to do it rapid like and having the pictures you know pulling pictures together um as a concept for being able to create so i could pull each of these podcasts these could be like each of these uh scooter and talk rides could be pulled together into chapters of a book and that could be mine and to define kind of what the goal is or what the topic that we wanted to work with um each of the podcasts can be represented by an image um an image you can gather a whole bunch more kind of data from an image than you can from a whole bunch of different words. So you can summarize some of the different topics inside the image and see where it shows up and where we talked about it to be able to uh, better catalog the stuff in the brain. And it's all inside the spirit of kind of building that second brain and just having things naturally just by being able to encode the stuff that we're working on naturally um, result in something out in the world. Um, yeah, another, you know, there was something that happened um, this week where a problem uh, occurred like an impossible problem. And I'll speak about it a little bit vaguely. Occurred like an impossible problem. Somebody got involved to solve the problem. I uh, was able to effortlessly solve it. So it was a formula of impossible problem, um, adding resources into it, human resources, like adding the right person, um, thinking about it over a period of time, letting it incubate, and the problem got solved effortlessly within um, a day and a half. And that is probably every problem has um, that possibility. Now, if we put every sort of problem or opportunity on that trajectory, like how close is it to that? And then we say, you know, do we, you know, that's say that is a level six problem, you know, on a scale of one to 10, um, the amount of effort that was required to solve it, we'll call it a level two. Um, so you solved a six problem with a two, you get 12 points. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't know. That math doesn't necessarily make sense, but we'd have to go the other way. So that's, you get this kind of score for it and you just see how close it is to be able to make the work. And if it's effortless, um, yeah, effortless by definition should be something that should get executed uh, immediately and right away. It should be effortless. And if it's not, then it's, you know, if, it, if you disagree with that, then it's not necessarily effortless. It would go higher kind of along the effortless scale. And, you know, we might not have the energy to be able to fulfill on that in the particular moment. Also, um, family time, looking at adopting um, a pet right now and seeing what's, uh, what's available. I'm going to text uh, my wife and my daughter to start taking a look at what some of the options are. I think, okay, so here's where we are on pet adoption. Yeah, so this is in the side of the speaking get to declare the thought. So um, not necessarily, actually not necessarily sure that it is the right time and how big a decision is this to actually have a pet and knowing that when we actually get a pet, it works out better in the end for, um, for everybody um, in the long term. So that's absolutely fine. And uh, yeah, be better in the long term for everybody. So why necessarily look at it? We'll probably do some research on what it's going to take to um, care for the pet and to um, to make it uh, uh, to make it work, and also work on the movie and then the ideas. So if we look at accessible problems that we're working on. Maybe we don't go for a. Um, you know, originally we were thinking about getting a dog. 
they were like, oh, a cat would be a little bit more simple for the amount of care. And they were like, yeah, maybe a hamster. You know, we just keep on going to, you know, how do we achieve kind of the happiness factor or the value and create the value at the, um, how do we create that, that happiness factor of value with kind of the, the most amount of effortless interaction. And what was the other thing inside the creating a movie? going to work on a, yeah, thinking about working on a movie. My daughter wants to create a movie and figuring out how that works and start to storyboard it out. Um, yeah, do something where we create and talk through and work through it and maybe kind of in a workshop format um, with somebody and see what the opportunities are for creating a movie or being able to do the research to make that happen. Okay, um, what else? Can I go grab some food? Let me just see if it's open, cafeteria, to be able to grab some food. Is there anything else we want to go to? So, yep, it's making all dreams come through. Idea to reality at the speed of thought um, and having some sort of container um, to close all those open mental loops um, that are out there and then to progressively move towards solving bigger, more complex, more fun, more inspiring, more um, connected challenges. And when something works, being able to lock that into the mind so that we can um, lock that into the mind so that we can uh, uh, be able to replicate it or do something else with it um, in the future or I guess later on is in the future. So when I go upstairs, I'm going to text and uh, yep, text my daughter and just start working on the movie challenge, show her how I start to solve this problem. And then we can start to uh, uh, start to work on the movie challenge and then um, so they actually learn how to do the creation and then also start on the, uh, the pet adoption. Give them something to work with and then see where they want to take it. Okay, thanks a lot. Have an amazing day.